It's the Sports Talk with Harrison Chase, live from Methuen Community Studios. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Sports Talk with Harrison Chase on Merrimack Valley Public Radio, coming to you live from Methuen Community Studios. If you have a take or comment, feel free to call in by dialing 978-301-6877. That's 978-301-6877. We're starting off the show with breaking news of the day, starting off with the Green Bay Packers signing quarterback Aaron Rodgers to a four-year, $200 million deal to make him the highest-paid NFL player in history. And to go along with that, the Packers franchise tag Devontae Adams. Another big-name player getting a franchise tag today was Tampa Bay Buccaneers wide receiver Chris Godwin. Then with what what was apparently Rodgers' second option, the Denver Broncos traded for Seattle Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson. Here was the uh, full deal. Broncos get Russell Wilson and a fourth-rounder. Seahawks get two first-rounders and two second-rounders, a fifth-rounder, Drew Locke, Shelby Harris, and Noah Fant. More quarterback news today is that as of right now, San Francisco 49ers quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo had successful shoulder surgery today and is and is expected to be back throwing well before training camp, whether he will be the 40 whether it will, it will be with the 49ers or not. One of the teams that Garoppolo could be heading to is the New Orleans Saints and that could lead uh, Saints quarterback Jameis Winston back to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. More possible trades happening around the NFL to look for are a lot of teams are interested in Las Vegas Raiders quarterback Derek Carr and the Patriots have also been linked to a possible trade for the for Dallas Cowboys wide receiver Amari Cooper. Speaking of the New England Patriots coming out uh, over the uh, over the over the weekend is that Patriots owner and CEO Robert Kraft is reportedly engaged to Dana Bloomberg. More significant news revolving around the Patriots is that they have released Kyle Van Noy. Now, not to read into this too much, uh, but just because the Patriots released him doesn't mean that he is gone. This could just be an agreement on both sides to allow more cap space for New England and restructure a deal for Van Noy. However, Van Noy did retweet a photo over the weekend that said, Replacing me is easy. Getting Getting them to do the same thing I did is damn near impossible. More news around the Patriots, just speculation on, uh, you know, you may ask, well, you know, did the Patriots have their foot in anything revolving um, around Russell Wilson? Well, listen to this. They could have not been in the pursuit of Wilson um, because do you think Pete Carroll would even deal with the Patriots after his stint here? Not sure if they left on good terms or not, but he may have had no interest in making a deal with them even though Jones being a better would be a better quarterback in return. So that's something to to definitely think about. Uh, from uh, Doug from Drake it, he texted in saying the Celtics are on fire. They are playing like a team and uh, they have a chance to have a long run in the playoffs. The Bruins are also playing well. The trade deadline is approach, approaching and look for them to pick up a second line forward and or a top four defenseman. Baseball owners are a disgrace. They are making billions of dollars, and they won't give any to the players. Patriots will be wailing and dealing as the free agency period starts next week. So some interesting takes there regarding the uh, Patriots and then as well uh, with the MLB 
lockout uh, Bruins in the uh, NHL trade deadline coming up. Uh, anyways, though, moving on to one of the biggest conversations happening around the NFL, aside from the players, are the broadcasters. Very rare to have this as a steaming topic, but oh, let me tell you it is. So starting back a few weeks ago, it came out that Troy Aikman has reportedly joined the ESPN Monday Night Football team, signing a five-year, $90 million with change deal. Once the news of Aikman leaving uh, broke, it came out that Fox could be in talks with newly retired New Orleans Saints uh, head coach Sean Payton for a one-year $10 million deal because Joe Buck only has one left on his contract as well with Fox. Now it came out last Friday that Monday Night Football analyst Brian Grease is leaving ESPN to become the 49ers quarterback coach. Something to look at here is that Grease and Brady are very good friends, so if Brady were to come out of retirement and... As I think, if he does come out of retirement, it would be from the divorce of him and Giselle. Don't be surprised if he ended up in San Fran with talks of Garoppolo now going to the Saints. Another Monday Night Football analyst, Louise Reddick, has interviewed for the Pittsburgh Steelers GM job. Now it is expected that Al Michaels could go to Monday Night Football to join Aikman, if not possibly Aikman's old uh, partner, Joe Buck. Another possible landing spot for Al Michaels is Amazon and Thursday Night Football. Well, just coming out yesterday, speculation that uh, college uh, football uh, broadcaster Kirk Herbstreet could be joining Amazon for Thursday Night Football as well. So to say the least, there are a lot of moving parts in the broadcast field, and it seems like we are only getting started. More news revolving around broadcasting, but for the MLB and specifically the Boston Red Sox and Nesson is that apparently my own boss for the 98.5 The Sports Hub, uh, Felger and Mass Show, is that Tony Maserati, Mike Felger's co-host for the show, is one of the finalists to join the Nesson broadcast team. However, Maz did say last week on the show that nothing is official and they still have to figure out uh, all, the, all the information on it as he would not like it to interfere with his day job at 98.5 the sports up. Anyways, good luck to you, Maz, and I think you will be a great addition to the team in whatever role it is. Uh, let's go to Ray Methuen. Ray, what's going on? Harrison, how are we doing today? A lot of exciting things happening in sports. Huh? Yeah, busy day today, Ray. My goodness, Aaron Rodgers, uh, but he's denying that he has signed a contract. He says it's all settled, but he hasn't signed a contract. What have you heard about that? Anything? Haven't heard anything about that. That's uh, that is interesting news. But um, yeah, that's interesting. So yeah, I, I would say that it it is a done deal, especially because uh, they did they did sign um, uh, which I'm gonna call it. They did sign the whiteout. Yeah, uh, let me. Yeah. I'm trying to pull out his, pull up his name here. Uh, da, 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 Devontae Adams. So they franchise right. tag Devontae Adams, which you know a lot of people were saying that you know those two are basically playing off of each other. As in, okay, well if this guy goes there, then okay, I'll come back. But if not, well, I don't really know. And so today, with uh, starting the news off at you know I think it was around I don't know what time it was maybe around uh, 10 a.m. or, or whatever it was. Um, Maybe more around 11 or 12, sorry. Um, more around 12 o'clock, rather. It came out right. that Aaron Rodgers, uh, you know, 
reportedly signed a four-year, $200 million contract, which that is, that has been reported and speculated around the NFL that Aaron Rodgers wanted to be the highest paid quarterback in the NFL, and not quarterback, but the player uh, in NFL history. And now he is, according to that report, coming out to that. So anyways, I'd say that's a done deal even though he might be saying he hasn't signed anything, but that would obviously be something uh, attractive to him because he is now the highest-paid player in NFL history. Right, right. I mean, you know, he tweeted that out uh, mid-afternoon, so uh, I'm sure I'm sure that there's uh, more to it than that. But he's, he's just looking to uh, cross all the uh, T's and dot all the I's. I'm sure that's what the situation might be. But uh, another thing, uh, another surprise is... Uh, Russell Wilson. Now he's going over to Detroit. Uh, not Detroit, Denver. Denver. And I mean, it, they're giving up Russell Wilson plus uh, a fourth round pick. Uh, but Denver is, is really giving up a boatload. They're giving up that promising quarterback. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I think the guy who the ones who made the deal made out in the deal is uh, Seattle. I would say so too. I would say so yeah. too. But uh, obviously, big news with with Russell Wilson, um, you know, moving over there to Denver, and you know, something to think about is he had a pretty good year last year. Uh, in but the problem was is that he was also coming off of that. I think it was a thumb injury. So you know, this year, you know, he should be a hundred percent healthy. So it's going to be interesting well, to see what be, he can do you know, in Denver. Yeah, he, he should be. So it's going to be, you're right, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. Uh, and and hopefully, uh, hopefully I won't throw uh, too much of an imbalance in the AFC uh, because that, that's the only thing I want. I want a balanced league all the way through. Yeah, so well. Let's take a look. Go ahead. Nope, that's fine. No, I think, I think that's... Um, you know, yeah, I, I get it. So it's going to be interesting to see to see what happens. Right now, let's take a look at the uh, at the NBA. That was a, a great game, the Celtics and the Nets, uh, and to see Tatum come off and put in uh, fifty four points that that was that was uh, amazing, amazing, uh, and especially doing it against the Nets. Uh, I don't know what the what the fans were uh, were shouting at Kyrie, but uh, there's no need of that. They weren't. Yeah, no, they, they were. I don't think it was anything uh, bad. I think it was. I I didn't hear what they were exactly chanting. I heard something no, on I the. Couldn't hear it over TV. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I I I heard it was like something. They were booing him. Okay, that's fine. I uh, that's fine. Uh, the guy didn't do anything for us. Okay. No. Okay. Well. The guy didn't do anything right. for us, and as a matter of fact. As a matter of fact, we should boo him. Last, I don't know if you remember this, Ray, but last time he was in Boston, he stomped on our logo, Lucky. And to well, me, that is that is it. the utmost disrespect. And go ahead and boo him after that. Well, you boo him that day, and that's it. Forget it. I mean, the guys are, you know, listen. The guy, he did... Well, no, I'm going to say no. He didn't do what he was supposed to do as far as uh, as far as uh, doing, uh, you know, playing for the Sox because uh, it's the Sox, the uh, Celtics, 
Celtics, right, because he was uh, extremely uh, always injured, never wanted to play this, that, and the other things. So, you know, he got his money, and I think that – but you take a look at it, LeBron has, a, has been uh, quote-unquote injured. Durant just came back. All of these big stars, they're, they're just coming back. They're not – it's not – it's not the old time religion anymore. Hey, listen, if I don't want to play, I don't care. I don't I don't have to play. So I don't feel bad for the players, but uh it was a great performance uh, by by Tatum and let's hope that they can uh, Celtics can keep it up. Yeah, yeah, no, hopefully hopefully they can um you know just just going into it they um they've won 5 out of their last uh Six games uh, coming off of the All-Star break. And so they're going to play the Charlotte Hornets uh, tomorrow night, the Detroit Pistons on Friday, and the Dallas Mavericks on Sunday, which is also uh, the uh, number retirement of number five, Kevin Garnett. Yeah, Parrish. Oh, Garnett, yeah. What? I know. And I thought oh, boy. Parrish way back when. Oh, boy. Oh, God. And I'm glad to see, uh, unless something has happened uh, in the last uh, 35 minutes that I hadn't heard, uh, I'm happy to see that Major League Baseball has not settled anything. As far as I'm concerned, they can stay away until June. Uh, You know, I've already made my feelings uh, known a number of times as to my feelings of the ownership of the Red Sox and how they're taking the city of Boston and all of the fans in Boston for a ride. All they're doing is just simply, well, just simply taking the money. And uh, while John Henry does not run with it, he's putting a lot of money into his pocket and it's at the expense of the Red Sox fans. Absolutely. None of, none of these people are getting, none of these owners, even the MLB, they're not losing any money out of it. You know, they're, they're fine. Nothing's going to happen to them. Don't worry. So, you know. No, you're right. You're right. And the ball players, listen, they're making their money too. Everybody's making their money. The only people getting hurt in this are, are the fans who are and, losing and baseball games and who are going to have to pay more money to, you know, compensate the owners, okay, and the people that work for the ball clubs. Now, it's my understanding that uh, there is some type of uh, agreement or deal uh, in the works uh, to pay these workers uh, some money uh, to help out with them being out of work for, you know, who knows how long. But, you know, here we are in in a complete and and what... um, and this is what somebody, uh, one of the spokespersons uh, uh, for the MLB uh, said yesterday, is that the uh, that they are in a deadlock. So obviously that is not good to hear. It seems like today uh, they got back together, sounded a little better and more positive, but still, it just doesn't seem like it's going anywhere. You know, they compared uh, today to basically being uh, last uh, to being last Monday, um, uh, Bob Nightingale re- reporting progress and compromises on both sides are being made in today's MLB negotiations. Cautionary news, though, it's a similar sentiment of a week ago. We'll see if it cu- uh, culminates right. in a CBA deal 
in the next 24 hours. So again, nothing to get excited about. I think the city of Worcester is going to benefit because the Woosocks will be playing city of Manchester, New Hampshire, because you'll have uh, the Toronto uh, franchise up there in double A. And you'll be able to see uh, coming into Manchester, you'll be able to see uh, Portland coming in there. And if you want to take a nice trip and spend a weekend or, or a couple of days in uh, Portland, it's a nice city to visit. You can go and watch the double uh, eighteen for the Red Sox up there, and you'll see you'll see players who are fighting for jobs, who are really putting out, uh, not like some of the prima donnas that we have at the major league level. So those people will will benefit. Whereas, uh, unfortunately, the people who own uh, own restaurants and bars uh, around Fenway, or they, naturally, they can't have the souvenir shop because the Red Sox ownership bought that out. So those people around there, if you're going to take a little walk, uh, uh, you know, they're going to lose some money because people are not coming in. And, uh, you know, you hate to say it too, but the hotels that uh, where the major leaguers uh, come in and they stay while they're, they're in the city of Boston. They're going to lose out too. But that's how it is. That's the name of the game. Yeah, so it's a lot. Sorry for Major League Baseball. It's, uh, I told you uh, last week that they used to be called the boys of summer, but now they're the boys of uh, early spring and, and late fall, early winter. So it's not enjoyable to watch a Red Sox game. Not only that, but the baseball is too long. Nine, uh, nine innings is just too long. They should bring it down to, as I had mentioned before, probably seven innings. Do the same as they do for a doubleheader when they have to do a double doubleheader. Seven innings. That's it. And people will enjoy it. You're not going to have a four-hour game, which in some instances you're you're sitting there in freezing weather. So that's all I have to say. Have a good program. Uh, I'm off to do do a great basketball game, and uh, I will talk to you next week. All right, sounds good. Thanks, Ray, for calling in. Okay, bye-bye. All right, so there's uh, Ray from Methuen for you. Uh, another uh, great basketball game uh, that uh, that is happening tonight at 7 o'clock in Smithfield, Rhode Island, is the Bryant Bulldogs taking on Wagner to try and cash their ticket to the dance. Now, somebody who might be in line as we speak waiting to get in is Matt from Rhode Island, live on the campus of Bryant University. Talk to me about the atmosphere on campus today, Matt. Harrison, I'll tell you right now, this is probably the best buzz that Brian has had in a very long time. And I am in line right now to get into the game. And it's wow. uh, about 200 people deep, about, a, what is it, about two hours for the game. So, uh, it's, I don't even, it's breathtaking, to be honest with you. Yeah, such an amazing experience for you to, um, for you to have, you know, big right. games. And, you know, I, I, I have to say... I don't think that Bryant would have this participation without an amazing um, uh, group of players who are committed, who are nice, who are willing to talk to you yep. in the hallways. 
and especially that all coming down from their leader and head coach, uh, Coach Grasso, who is, you know, all in, all in. No, I, I completely agree with you. They, they've been, they've been, uh, they've been awesome throughout this whole process. It's been, it's been crazy um, to be. It's Derek Grasso has been uh, awesome. He's given pizzas out to everyone in line for the student tickets. Um, Peter Kiss has been around. Uh, our best player is a leading scorer in the nation. So it's 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 really been awesome to see the campus be a real buzz again during this time of year and to see a basketball team be in contention. As you know, I'm a big basketball guy. So absolutely, it, it's it's been crazy. It's as you can see, I'm at a kind of a loss for words right now just to see all the ESPN trucks around. Um, it's crazy. Yeah, that's great. And and just as a as an update for everybody, if you're if you want to watch. Uh, the game tonight it is on ESPN two, uh, so obviously national televised game something amazing uh, something something big something big and again like I said it's for Bryant University men's basketball team to cash their ticket to go to the dance this March. Yeah, I mean it, it's 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 really awesome for this school. We haven't had anything like this in a long time. Um, Absolutely, and year, and Matt, we had right. I was just going to bring that up. You had it last year. However, we were yeah. still in the middle of COVID, and you couldn't experience right. it. There was no fans allowed. Right, and, and the previous two playoff games, and I know you touched on it in previous shows. The crowds have just been unbelievable. I mean, it, it's been sellouts after sellout after sellout. Ever since that last regular season game, we played Wagner. Um, it, it's been unbelievable. It's right, been, and just really to talk about that, for. just to talk about how important that game was. That gave you the number one spot. So instead of you guys going to Wagner tonight, Wagner's coming to you. And you sent me uh, an unbelievable video yesterday that I loved. The Bryant uh, students standing outside of uh, the basketball arena as Wagner's uh, Wagner basketball players came off came off of their shoot around, and they were greeted by the Bryant students booing at them. And so, if that doesn't if that doesn't get you amped up and excited for tonight's game, I don't know what does. No, you're completely right. I mean, the atmosphere yesterday was amazing. Twelve thirty, the tickets went on sale for students, and kids were lined up at nine a.m. I mean, the buzz is just unbelievable here. There's so many like the the Wagner team or booing the Wagner team, like the video I sent you. Yep. It's 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 crazy. I mean, to see all the buzz around this campus, to finally feel like. This team actually has a chance because it's been so bad for so many years. But now that Jared Grasso's at the helm and it's just been nuts, um, it's it's un, it's un, I'm speechless, as you can say. And I hope I hope it goes well tonight. I really do. Yeah, well, um, Matt, like, good luck okay. to good luck to you and and the and the team tonight and the school. I hope you guys get a win. As as my brother Zach uh, is a Brian graduate uh, as of alum. as of last year. That's right, a proud alum and. You know, I know him and all his friends were talking about a possible uh, going to the Sweet Six. Uh, see, I talked to you early today, and I and I uh, said yeah. Sweet Sixteen, and here I am again. Anyways, maybe I'm talking about like Sweet Feet and dancing or something like that. But anyways, yeah. you know, they were talking. You have uh, alumnus uh, of the school talking about going to wherever uh, to watch their team in March Madness. Right. So. Now, it- it's crazy, um, and as Wagner's actually pulling up right now, you might hear a bunch of boos coming from the crowd. I apologize for that, but uh, no, that's fantastic. Uh, we love to hear it. No, it's great. Um, 
This this school needs it, man. This school needs it. Peter Kiss, our best player, is rolling up to the game right now behind the behind the crowd. Um, it's it's awesome. And like I told you earlier, Brian's kind of a fan bus. If we do end up making it to the tournament, whoever we go, um, and giving us hotels and everything, so that'd just be awesome. So, yeah, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Great to hear. Yeah, it'll be awesome. But, uh, hey, listen, I hope everyone watches the game tonight that's listening. ESPN 2, 7 o'clock. And uh, let's go, Bryant. All right, let's go, Bryant. Thanks for calling in, Matt. All right, appreciate it. All right, so there's Matt uh, from uh, reporting live on the Bryant University campus in Smithfield, Rhode Island, where, again, they have a big game tonight. Winner goes to the dance of March Madness. Bryant University men's basketball team versus Wagner's men's basketball team. 25 minutes in here on the Sports Talk with Harrison Chase on Merrimack Valley Public Radio, coming to you live from Methuen Community Studios. If you have a take or comment, feel free to call in 978-301-6877. That's 978-301-6877. Uh, just you know, moving ahead uh, in the uh, in my opening uh, comments is um, you know want to talk about basically um, the you know just the MLB lockout. Uh, I did mention this basically that uh, there is still a lockout, obviously, uh, according to and according to a spokesperson for uh, the MLB. He said yesterday that they are in a deadlock, so it's definitely something you uh, do not want to hear. Now, uh, you know, shout out to uh, Bob Nightingale and John Heyman, uh, you know, two professionals out there reporting uh, live uh, from, you know, the MLB uh, negotiations, doing a great job, um, you know, reporting and keeping everybody up to date. Bob Nightingale uh, tweeting out about 15 minutes ago, good news, uh, progress and compromises on both sides are being made in today's MLB negotiations. Cautionary news, it is similar it's a similar set, uh, sentiment of a week ago. We'll see if it uh, accumulates in a new CBA deal in the next 24 hours. So again, we, basically what he is saying is where they are at now is where they were last week before they couldn't get a deal done and it went into a longer lockout, which resulted, remember, in the MLB commissioner to you know, uh, uh, cancel... Uh, the first uh, two seasons, or first two series uh, of the season, so around the first two weeks or so. Let's go to Roger in uh, Fort Myers, Florida. What's going on? Close enough. (laughs) Fort Myers, Florida. Yep, you're right. Uh, What's going on is absolutely nothing, and you just reported uh, an article about uh, from Bob Nightingale and I've got one from the local news here today talking about Corbin Burns, the NL uh, Cy Young winner, uh, and, you know, lamenting the fact that, uh, you know, how uh, poorly he's paid. Um, and, you know, it's a whole article that, that basically is uh, calling him the poster boy for the labor fight. So... Uh, you know, this 95-day lockout is, is just absolutely nothing. And you know what? No one down here is talking about Major League Baseball or or anything about spring, spring training. And, you know, it's just a dead subject, just like baseball is becoming. 
So uh, that's that's the latest from down here. Now let Nothing. me ask you. Let me ask you this. I saw something uh, about a. It's a. Um, it's a. It's a WBZ reporter, um, and I. I should know his name on the top of my. Uh, it's on the top of my tongue. Uh, but basically, he's. You know, he's been doing spring training. Been reporting spring training. Um, for for over, I think it's like fifty years, as a matter of fact. And really? Yes, for WBZ, and he is down there uh, today, or he was down there today, maybe yesterday, doing an interview um, with Alex Cora, and it seemed like Alex Cora was, you know, at the field there in Fort Myers, and you know, almost like there wasn't a lockout, I'd say. Uh, do, you, do you know any information? Like, is, is Cora down there? Or, or, well, are players yes, down yes. there? Are they yes. practicing? Yes. Well, not not the players at the, at the facility. But Cora is here sporting a, uh, a beer. That's right. I saw <laughs> it in the picture. Yeah. Okay. All right. So he is down here. And it isn't, you know, it's, it's basically here as an observer. Uh, there, there is absolutely no um, uh, managing from his point. He does have some of his uh, uh, coaches with They did meet, I think, in uh, Texas. That's- Actually, he, the article that I read down here was that he was in Texas to see some group with his fiancée, and they came back. And so they, they're here. Uh, but there's there's no coaching going on. They're they're uh, forbidden. Well, forbidden correct from from doing any any coaching at all. So, but there was an article down here, and basically, yeah, that, that's what uh, you know it was all about. Wow. So so are the players down there, and and they're practicing, but not official practices. As far as I know, some of them, like Chris Sale, was from. Uh, whatever the university is in Fort Myers and a bunch of uh, players were uh, informally, you know, working out. But as far as formal practices at the field, you can't have right Fort Myers. No way. Right. So, uh, informal. Yes. Formally. No. And so basically Cora is there observing uh, whatever players are there getting in reps, if you will. Right, I think that. Well, I I think it's just maybe the uh, you know the lower level players that he was talking about. Actually, the guy they got from uh, uh, the Brewers, the third baseman, I uh, can't think of his name, but supposedly he was impressed by his athletic ability. You know, just uh, just watching. Now, have um, you had the? Ch- have you gone down to the field? Have you? Have you? Uh, no, no, you haven't gone no. down to the field yet. Not at all. Why? Do you, do you plan? Yeah, no. Do you plan on going down anytime soon, just to see if there is any action down there, and if there is, you can, you know, take it in something different, I suppose, than a, you know, a, a regular spring training. Well, I'm I'm not in Fort Myers, so it okay, would be about, it's about forty minutes away. Okay, gotcha. So if I were, you know, I'd I'd have to make uh, plans a trip. to meet up with my with my buddy That's who is in Fort Myers. And that's not out of the question, but uh, as of right now, no, I don't have any plans on, you know, riding by and uh, and just to see what's going on. You're just enjoying so some R&R, rest and relaxation, huh? 
right now. Um, in fact, in, in about four minutes, I'm going to dive into that pool one more time. Nice, nice. What's the temperature? <laughs> what's the temperature you got out there? It's it's been lower to mid 80s. Nice, beautiful. And I think I think in Fort Myers it's a little warmer. Uh, nice. So no complaints here. Low humidity, uh, and as I said, low to mid 80s. And uh, life's good. Good so. stuff. Well, thanks for uh, calling in and checking in with us as my uh, as my reporter on the grounds there in, I'll say, Florida, nearby Fort Myers. Yes. All that's, right. That's, uh, that's more accurate. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, right, Roger. Again, have a good show. Thank you. Take care. You too. All right, so there's uh, Roger uh, from Fort Myers, Florida, I'll call him, giving us an update on all things happening uh, down there during this MLB uh, lockout. Obviously something that is not, uh, you know, ideal for him. Of course, he, you know, makes the, makes the plans uh, every year to go down and to take in spring training uh, down there in, in Fort Myers, Florida. And obviously this year, not much going on as... They are in a deadlock, as the MLB spokesperson said yesterday. But I'll read it again today, uh, reporting by uh, Bob Nightingale. Good news, progress and compromises on both sides are being made in today's MLB negotiations. Cautionary news, it's a similar sentiment of a week ago. We'll see if it culminates in a new CBA deal in the next 24 hours. So interesting stuff as far as that is concerned. But again, it seems like, you know, Bob's saying there that they're tracking. They're basically where they were last week, where they they came to a standstill. So we'll see what happens. And I don't know how you go from a deadlock yesterday to possibly, you know, where you were last week, almost out of deal, almost making it happen, almost uh, avoiding uh, these cancellation of games. But now, like I said, there are uh, two. Uh, the first two series of the MLB 2022 season has been canceled. Players will not be paid for those games. Just past 30 minutes here on the Sports Talk with Harrison Chase on Merrimack Valley Public Radio coming to you live from Methuen Community Studios. As always, if you have a take or comment, feel free to call in 978-301-6877. That's 978-301-6877. Just moving uh, past from the MLB and onto the NBA and the Boston Celtics. They are on a roll roll winning five out of their last six coming off of the All-Star break, beating the Atlanta Hawks last Tuesday night. 107-98, 107 to 98, the Grizzlies last Thursday night, 120 to 107, and a big win on Sunday against the Brooklyn Nets and Kyrie Irving, 126 to 120. Uh, now, obviously, uh, Ray kind of uh, brought it up, uh, you know, Kyrie, you know, disappointed in the Celtics fans uh, booing Kyrie. Listen, let me tell you something. I'm all for that. Go ahead. Go ahead, uh, go ahead, boo, boo him all you want. Please do, please do. Okay, he deserves it to me. He deserves it to me. Uh, one for one for leaving us uh, here in Boston, and two, and two for being disrespectful as he was, uh, stomping on the Celtics logo. Uh, lucky, of course. 
So obviously not, you know, nothing, you know, just annoying and just, you know, go ahead and boo him, okay? Now, interesting stuff. Your own player, Jason Tatum, as the crowd was booing Kyrie, tries to get the crowd to settle down. Now, Jalen Brown was at the line uh, shooting free throws, but he had already made one of them. So, just interesting stuff. Interesting stuff to think about that Kyrie is still boys, if you will, or excuse me, Jason Tatum is still boys with Kyrie uh, after he left here in Boston. Let's go to Bill from the car. Bill, what's going on? Harrison. How are we doing? Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. What's going on? Um, well, I wanted to talk a little bit about NFL. Sure. You see that uh, the trade, Russell Wilson to Denver? I did. Blockbuster. Yeah, it was. It was something. It was something interesting. And let me ask you this: Do you think um, that? The Patriots uh, didn't have their uh, their foot in that conversation uh, because of uh, Pete Carroll's past relationship with the Patriots. Well, I think it's because they're happy with Mac Jones. They're, they're very happy with him. He's they're not going to be looking for a, a quarterback for a while, in my opinion. They have some other needs that they need to, to address, and and quarterback right now isn't one of them. Yeah, so I you know gave up much. Say that again. Do you think Denver gave up too much for him? No um No. Actually, uh I actually I'm sorry. I would say yes they did. I thought I thought you were talking about I guess uh Seattle, if you will. Um I mean, I think Seattle's getting away with the with the. I think Seattle's coming out on top of this deal, and they usually say, you know, oh well, you know, you trade the guy, and he's the, you know, he's the, you know, talk of the trade, uh, and that being Russell Wilson. However, you know, I don't know how healthy, how good, you know, Russell Wilson might be. I mean, he had a pretty good uh, ending uh, of the of this past year. However, you know, he was coming off of that, uh, I think, thumb uh, injury. So, you know, maybe by now he is at 100% and, you know, can do some good there uh, in Denver. Yeah, I mean, it goes to show you, and then uh, a franchise quarterback is worth, I mean, two first-rounders, two second-round picks, and a fifth-round pick for Russell Wilson and a fourth-round pick. Um, but you, you know, you don't do anything in this league without a quarterback. That's right. And I, I think Denver is for it all, obviously, because they, they just jeopardize their, their future a little bit, but if they win it, you know, they win it. You know, it's almost like what, what LA did. LA up a lot of their draft picks to go for it now. And, you know, Belichick, he just, he likes to, draft picks he loves the fourth and fifth and sixth round guys I, I you know i don't know but and that just le- leads me to the next big signing today which was aaron Rodgers. hundred million dollars harrison what do you think about that one 
listen, that's obviously a big time, big time contract. And as a matter of fact, believe it or not, you would think that, you know, uh, signing uh, the now highest paid player uh, in NFL history would not open up cap space for you. However, it actually did. And the Green Bay Packers are in better shape now uh, than they were. And that's because... With with them being able to restructure the deal uh, with Aaron Rodgers doing the four year two hundred million dollar deal hundred and fifty three dollar uh, hundred and fifty three million dollars guaranteed, it allows the uh, the, the Packers. It, it, well, it allow listen. It allowed them uh, to franchise tag uh, Devontae Adams. So there you go with that. Yeah. So just that was a big that was a big save. Right. So that was that's just something to think about. And obviously a big one for the Buccaneers, too, being able to franchise tag uh, Chris Godwin. So a few big right. so a few big uh, signings. Now, listen, something I want to bring to your uh, bring to your attention, and I'm sure you obviously already know, is that the Patriots did not franchise tag cornerback uh, J.C. Jackson. So what are your thoughts about that? I, I guess Belichick doesn't see the value in him. Um you know, I'm kind of iffy. I mean, I think he's – I don't think he's elite. I think he's very good. Um, but, you know, he he was – you know, to get a very good cornerback in this league is – that's very important for the team, you know. Um, but one, one last point on Aaron Rodgers. It just makes me – disrespected Tom Brady was at the end here with Belichick and Kraft. And I am I am including Kraft in that too because, you know, he oversees the money. And for Rodgers to get this type of deal for the Patriots to penny pinch Brady at the end of his career like that and disrespect him, um, you know, I, I just think that that shows a lot. Absolutely. I agree. Now, let me ask you this. Do you think Aaron Rodgers now being the highest paid uh, player in the NFL, do you think that might motivate uh, Tom Brady to possibly come out of retirement? And now he's going to want to be the highest paid player in the NFL, which I would say Tom Brady deserves it over Aaron Rodgers. So if Aaron Rodgers is getting 50 million, how much do you think Tom Brady can get? I think it's about the money with Tom Brady. You know, I just think it was a respect thing with the Patriots. I think if he's done, the only way I can see Brady coming back is for sentimental reasons versus the monetary. So when I mean, what I mean by sentimental, I mean the 49ers. I think if there's one team that he would come back and play for, it's San Fran. What do you think about that? I agree with you. I agree that he, that Tom Brady... The only thing, he has accomplished a lot of things in the NFL. A lot of things, if not everything, okay? Doing it with Belichick, doing it for the Patriots, and then doing it on his own for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The one thing that he hasn't accomplished yet was playing for his hometown team. So, listen, yep. let me let me tell you this. I said this in my in my opening remarks. Uh, with Brian Grease leaving uh, the leaving the uh, Monday Night Football ESPN broadcast team, he left that position 
uh, to go to the 49ers and become the quarterback's coach. Now, you know who's pretty good friends, Bill? Tom Brady and Brian Grease. So just something, yeah, well, just something. Well, you, know where, you know where Greasy went to college? Was it Michigan? Michigan. So there you go. And I don't know if they were, might have been there, their paths might have crossed there. I think Greasy's a little bit older than him, but 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 not by a lot. And then um, just this thing with Aaron Rodgers, I just, I think he's just an awful leader. He's just a jerk. Yep. And, you know, to see him get that type of money. And Brady not. It's like, what the heck? Yeah. Yeah. And I'll just end it with that, Harrison. Enjoying the show. I could care less about the Red Sox and baseball. If they want to fight it out, let them fight it out. But um, I'm just, I could care less if they come, come back or not this year. So, enjoy the, I enjoy the show, Harrison. Keep up the good work. Thanks as always, Bill. All right, so there you have it. Bill from the car with some interesting takes on uh, Aaron Rodgers uh, and Russell Wilson. Obviously, the big news, the biggest news possibly, I, I think you would say, uh, around the NFL. But let me put an emphasis on today, capital T-O-D-A-Y. Now, let me tell you something else, something that was not, uh, that was the biggest news yesterday for the, uh, or in the uh, NFL, rather, was Atlanta Falcons player Calvin Ridley gambling on the NFL and his own team, the Atlanta Falcons. A full statement from the NFL. Falcons' Calvin Ridley suspended through at least the 2022 season for betting on NFL games in 2021 season. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell today suspended Calvin Ridley of the Atlanta Falcons indefinitely through at least the conclusion of the 2022 season for betting on NFL games in the 2021 season. The activity took place during a five-day period in late November 2021 while Ridley was not with the team and was away from the club's facility on the non-football illness list. A league investigation uncovered no evidence indicating any inside information was used or that any game was compromised in any way, nor was there evidence suggesting any awareness by coaches, staff, teammates, or other players of his betting activity. In a letter to Ridley notifying him of his suspension, Commissioner Roger Goodell wrote, there's nothing more fundamental to the NFL success and to the reputation of everyone associated with our league than upholding the integrity of the game. That is the responsibility of every player, coach, owner, game official, and anyone else employed in the league. Your actions put the integrity of the game at risk, threaten to damage public uh, confidence in professional football, and potentially undermine the uh, reputations of your fellow players throughout the NFL. For decades, gambling on NFL games has been considered among the most significant violations of league policy, warranting the most substantial sanction. In your case, I acknowledge you, I acknowledge and commend you for your promptly reporting for an interview and for admitting your actions. Ridley may petition for reinstatement on or after February 15th, 2023. Um, so anyways... 
There you go. Breaking news yesterday was that Calvin Ridley suspended uh, a year indefinitely, possibly more, for betting on NFL games in the 2021 season. Now, let me put something um, in all of your heads. If Calvin Ridley was suspended for at least a year indefinitely for gambling on games while he uh, was not, you know, you know, part of the team, he was away on the on the on the COVID illness for five days, and he was gambling on 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 the games. What do you think's gonna happen to my Miami Dolphins owner Stephen Ross if he's found guilty of telling Brian Flores that he would pay him a hundred thousand dollars for every loss in the season? How about that? So if you don't think Stephen Ross is gonna get fired, well, you have another you have another thing coming for you. I mean, he is gone. And as a matter of fact, I think this is only leading up to making Stephen Ross sell the Miami Dolphins. Now, another person that could uh, possibly uh, become a part owner of the Miami Dolphins is Thomas Brady, who is building a house on Millionaire Row in Miami. Okay, so there's that. So, so Brady building a house on Millionaire Row in Miami. Now, stories came out uh, a week or two ago saying that before the Brian Flores accusations and lawsuit is that the uh, Miami Dolphins were moving in on a deal with the with uh, New Orleans Saints uh, past head coach Sean Payton, as well as Tom Brady to become the quarterback. So Sean Payton as head coach. Tom Brady as quarterback. Now, lots of links lead Tom Brady to uh, the Miami Dolphins. As I reported back when the Brian Flores news came out, was that Stephen Ross had Brian Flores come onto his yacht uh, for a meeting or whatever it is. And then during the meeting, uh, Stephen Ross said a, I'll say a possible, you know, quarterback that could come here. Uh, is pulling up to the marina now and is going to come on the yacht for an impromptu meeting, if you will. And I'm paraphrasing. And Brian Flores left. But it is to be, you know, speculated that that quarterback, that well-known quarterback, was Tom Brady. So this was in the winter of 2019 uh, when, you know, after, you know, Brady, uh, you know, left the Patriots uh, officially, you know, making making the announcement on uh, St. Patrick's Day, March 17th, which was not so lucky uh, for the New England Patriots and Patriots fans. So just something uh, to definitely think about with this Stephen Ross thing, that if, if Calvin Ridley, a player, is uh, suspended uh, for at least a year indefinitely, what's going to happen to an owner of a football team who tried to you know bribe or I think I think bribe would be the right word bribe 
uh, his head coach, Brian Flores, to tank games. So basically that they would get a better, you know, draft position. So that's just something, something to think about, something to keep in your heads. Eight minutes left here on the Sports Talk with Harrison Chase here on this Tuesday, March 8th. If you have a take or comment, I'll try and squeeze you in before the end of the show. You know the number, but you can say it with me, 978-301-6877. That's 978-301-6877. Uh, more news, you know, just uh, continuing uh, on with uh, with my with my segments here and my notes uh, obviously, the the Celtics, um, like I said, the uh, with the whole Kyrie Irving thing, winning five out of uh, the last six. Um, Kyrie also turned his his post game interview on Sunday into a kind of a you know a world uh, world issue thing, and so, anyways, going off going off track of of everything happening uh, in the NBA and him coming back to Boston. I guess basically, I think as uh, I would say, is trying to change the subject. Um, so interesting stuff. Uh, like I said, though, coming up this week, the Celtics will play the Charlotte Hornets tomorrow night, the Detroit Pistons Friday night, and the Dallas Mavericks Sunday night, which is also the Kevin Garnett number retirement ceremony. Uh, want to move on and touch on the NHL and the Boston Bruins real quick. They're also on a roll lately, but starting off last week, losing to the Ducks uh, last Tuesday night, 4-3. to three. Uh, they then beat the uh, Vegas Golden Knights 5-2 to on Thursday. The Blue Jackets on Saturday in a shootout 5-4. to And then lost to the Kings yesterday in overtime 3-2. to Now, the Bruins had the lead at 2-1. to And they blew it and gave it away. So, it's just crazy. Anyways, um, Thursday night they'll play the, uh, the Blackhawks. Uh, Saturday, the Coyotes. And then next Tuesday, the Blackhawks again. But I'll talk to you next Tuesday because it's a Tuesday. And the Sports Talk with Harrison Chase is on Tuesdays. All right, go ahead, call in 978-301-6877. That's 978-301-6877. Lots lots that you can talk about today. Lots of stuff happening uh, around the the, uh, MLB. Uh, so around the MLB, around uh, the NFL, obviously, with the biggest breaking news of the day, uh, with Aaron Rodgers uh, signing a four-year, $200 million deal with the Green Bay Packers to become the highest-paid player in NFL history, and as well as Russell Wilson getting traded from the Seattle Seahawks to the Denver Broncos. And again, as I just touched on, the breaking news yesterday was uh, that... Um, Calvin Ridley uh, was um, suspended uh, by Commissioner Roger Goodell and the NFL for gambling uh, and betting on uh, games um, last year uh, in November of the 2021 season. Again, he is suspended uh, for indefinitely at least a year. So interesting stuff. Interesting stuff uh, as far as that is uh, concerned. Do you know? Do uh, do want to give a uh, a shout out uh, to Tiger Woods, who obviously um, is getting uh, is getting a big time award tonight, but didn't come without 
controversy, if you will. Um, so anyways, but but he's going to be... Um, I'm totally blanking on the... Um, I guess it's the Hall of Fame ceremony, I guess, um, tonight. And uh, his daughter, Sam, uh, is going to introduce him. So something interesting. However, something also that is very interesting is Phil Mickelson. And so... And it was funny. This is something that you don't see... Uh, you don't see Tiger Woods do, but he did it. And so I don't know, I don't know what was up. I don't know what was up with this move, but back, let me, let me just catch you up. Um, back on, what was it? It was December something. Okay. Back on December something, uh, Phil Mickelson tweeted, I'd like to thank all the crazies, parentheses, and real supporters to close parentheses for helping me win the PIP. To get the second half of the money, I have to add an event I haven't played in a while. See you in Kapalua, I think. P.S. I'll try and find another hot controversial topic soon. So, uh, interesting, um, interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. Um, but then it came out that Tiger Woods was actually. Um, Named uh, the 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 fir- you know the first uh, player uh, player impact uh, award. I think that's I think that's what it what it's being called. Um, so he so he's being named that. But now there's a lot of speculation going around that with Phil Mickelson announcing this back in December that he won it, and then all of a sudden after everything that happened with Phil Mickelson player impact program. Excuse me. Player Impact Program, okay? So Phil Mickelson announces that, you know, he'd like to thank everybody for helping him win the uh, the Player Impact Program Award, uh, you know, in December, right? And then all of a sudden, everything's kind of coming up, everything's circulating about Phil Mickelson, uh, linked to the, uh, the Saudi-backed uh, golf league, obviously not going over well with the uh, PGA Tour. And so... You know, and then all of a sudden it comes out that Tiger Woods actually won it. So it ends up that Tiger gets first and Phil ends up second. But who's to say that, uh, who's who's to say that it was actually not uh, flip-flopped and Phil was first and Tiger was second, but the PGA Tour and Commissioner Jay Monahan actually flipped the results because why would they have somebody that isn't all in on the PGA Tour, you know, get get in get in uh, get in award? Now, something something that is interesting is that Phil, you know, Phil Mickelson, uh, or excuse me, Jay Monahan hasn't. Uh, said anything as far as whether Phil Mickelson is suspended or not. He could be, but listen, the PGA Tour never it never really releases unless I think I'd say the player comes out saying that it is released. Um, but anyways, 
Moynihan did say uh, yesterday, I believe, that when Phil's ready to come back to the PGA Tour, we are going to have that conversation. And with that, I'm going to leave you. Uh, I'm going to leave you here on this Tuesday, March eighth. By the way, happy International Women's Day uh, to all the women out there. I'd like to give a, a shout out to uh, my mother, my grandmother, and my granddaunt. Uh, for for always uh, being there for me uh, and inspiring me, uh, inspiring me uh, day in and day out. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the Sports Talk with Harrison Chase on Merrimack Valley Public Radio, coming to you live from Methuen Community Studios. I'll be back next Tuesday uh, to have more takes, and maybe there'll be more movement around the NFL. Thank you again, everyone. Uh, thank you to all the listeners and the callers. This show would not be what it is today without all of you. Good night, everyone. You've been listening to The Sports Talk with Harrison Chase, Mondays at 5, only on Methuen Community Studios.